On this episode of the AV Profession, we take a look at team building. How do you hire the right people and make sure the chemistry of your team is right? All that and more next on the AV Profession. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is the AV Profession, episode 54, Team Building. AV Nation is brought to you by Shure. Sound extraordinary. This is the AV Profession, a look at the business of the AV industry. My name is Tim Alcrate. Your host with me today is my good friend, Mr. Steve Greenblatt. Welcome, sir. Thanks for having me. Glad to be Absolutely. here. Thank you. Steve is the owner, operator, and chief muckety muck at Control Concepts, uh, a fantastic independent programming house. Um, one thing that Steve has done though over the years is he's built an interesting group of folks that not just, you know, the programs, but also sales and as administration. So we're going to talk today about creating the team that helps you get your stuff done. And t- talk for a second, Steve, about, you know, kind of the, 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 the makeup of not just your employees, but the makeup of your team and how you choose, you know, this, let's say you have two programmers or you have two salespeople with equal uh, skill sets, but one from a personality standpoint or what have you fits your team better and is going to add to it rather than, than take away. Well, the, the whole idea, I think when you're looking to build a team is to make sure that you're not only hiring somebody who is going to be able to perform the function that you're looking for. You, you know, they may be really good at what they do. They could be a, a fantastic programmer or a, a, a knockout salesperson or a, a, a great manager, but you also have to look at the idea that they represent your team and that, and, and they also are going to be able to fit well within the chemistry of your team. So there are a few different factors that need to be considered. Now, when you that that does vary too based on whether it's your first or second hire or your sixth or tenth hire, it that there the dynamic will shape itself and and also change over time. So the idea that you have to look at somebody who is who who has a, a broad spectrum of offerings and can, especially for a small business, wear many hats and be able to be flexible. Somebody who's just going to be purpose-driven, who's only going to do one thing, usually is going to be a tough fit in a small business. And it's also important too that that when you're looking at a team from the whole concept of being a team, sharing, good communication, being able to to interface well with people inside and outside your organization, and and everybody has to be able to to be client-focused. Well, talking about the chemistry for a second and, and you know, make the distinction and the, de- the determination between like the second hire and your, in your fifth hire, right? I, I get the first hire and, and for us here at AB Nation, our, our first hire um, was Mitchell, our, our producer, the gentleman who will be, will be editing this, this show up fantastically. Um, and from there, you know, there, we, we added to that. Why is that, that second through like fifth is so important and, and how do you, how do you figure out the chemistry? You know, is it something that just does it become self-evident or is it, you know, you have to do some work here to figure out exactly what is the makeup of your team? The, the, the idea, I guess what, what has to change is 
in the beginning, you we need to look at people that are going to be able to pay for themselves or address a need or be able to provide more capability for the owner. Um, and, and we have to also understand who's a revenue producer and who's uh, essentially overhead or a cost. And, and they both have their place because yeah. people who are in overhead help the producers do, do better work and be able to produce more. Um, so the, the idea that we, we need to ha- create balance at all times is, is very critical and, and understand that who, who is the most important part of the team that you're trying to protect? Like in the beginning, of course, it's yourself, but then over time you may hire somebody who you know this is a great asset so that your, your hires after that have to complement that person. So the, the balance changes a little bit over time and, and can also change as your team changes because not only are you hiring, but sometimes, unfortunately, you lose people. So it, it really is a, a very unique, almost like chemistry set that, you, that you're trying to work within and try, trying to, to evolve over time because you, your plans, of course, will have to morph as both the, the demand changes the, the makeup of the team changes and and the and and also the needs can change you know of the owner uh, so it it it's very delicate i guess is the best way of sum, summing it up well it is a chemistry set right it, it is kind of a a, a mad scientist to, to an extent um we're recording this towards the end of 2020 and i do want to acknowledge that and also speak to that a little bit Talk for a second. Let's let's take you back a year or two years ago, um, and you were you were adding to your your team, right? You were adding to that chemistry. Compare and contrast that to this year, right? You 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 hired uh, a fantastic salesperson around the the, the April May uh, timeframe in the midst or in the beginning of the pandemic. How has 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 adding and, and hiring uh, and managing a team changed during this pandemic versus where it was beforehand? Okay, that's a good a good question to to cover because the especially in in the role that we were in, the, for many many years the the demand exceeded the supply, so mm-hmm. yeah. finding programmers was was always critical, was always key, was always hard to come by, and and they're a good example of somebody who also needs to be a good fit, because you you can find a a real great programmer that doesn't have the other components that you need. So as the years have changed, and, and this didn't just happen in the pandemic, it's probably happened within the last 10 years, pro- probably based on the last recession, is that we had to look at how, how do we now try to generate more business to be able to keep the bit programmers busy and be able to have a predictable revenue stream and be able to plan for the future. In our current situation, we, we were trying to we were coming off of a of a, a fairly good year with the with the idea of growth and of course things changed drastically at the time of hiring uh, a salesperson now which is actually our truly only uh, first hire dedicated to sales it was about putting our our foot on the gas and and trying to to intentionally drev- generate more business rather than waiting for it to come to us. And, and as I'm sure others can relate, even though as a business owner, I have to do sales, I know that I'm not 
necessarily the best equipped to to sell. I can do it, and I and I can do it in certain capacities. But I need somebody who is going to be dedicated and focused at, at doing sales, and and that was an important part of the equation. It, it can be looked at though as counterintuitive. And that's one of the weird things about business is, is that when you have, when, when things aren't going as well, that's when you have to add and put more fuel in. And sometimes that, that comes at an additional cost with the plan for a, a future payoff. All right, very good. As we wrap up here, sir, what is, what is something that you would, uh, a piece of advice you would give someone um, as they're maybe you know looking to augment or you know add to their team, whether that's the first hire or the hundredth hire, uh, when it comes to making sure that you've got the right fit, and what happens when you don't get the right fit? It's important from the beginning to and the, the old adage, you know, hire slow and fire fast. Um, make sure that you're make they're hiring the right person, and but but not only that. Make sure that you have the role very well defined. I, I say from the beginning that you, you, we need to make sure this is going to be a fit for both of us because hiring is costly and a bad hire costs a lot of money. Um, be, be able to come up with some way of defining your core values or something, some criteria that says, I need to make sure that this person resonates with who we are. And we, we need to make, make sure that that there's a good match there. Again, no matter how good somebody is, if they don't fit well within your organization, and that could be with your clients or with your team, it's it's not it's just not not worth it. It's just not going to be a good fit. And um, it at this stage, I would say, offer my the advice is that to be be very clear on on what you're looking for. Do, make sure that you that that you interview consistently thoroughly and and have the have a process in place that you don't skip steps even if it's somebody that you think is going to be good you, you the, there's another thing that i read is that you you really have to be careful not to like somebody too much because if you you do you you tend to give them the benefit of the doubt and sometimes that can come back to burn you so it, it's just really important that, that you stay true to who you are and you understand it. And, and I think the last point that is a really good one too is respect the people on your team because they're important yeah. to you too. And you don't want to bring somebody on that is going to mess up or, or um, cause a disruption with what you have. Well, and also respect their, their insight and their perspective as well because they're going to see sides of that employee that you will never see. Yeah. Very, very good point. And that's actually happened to me quite a few times where I've had um, either in the interview process or it, later on that there, there's been a blind spot and, and it was very quickly pointed out to me. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Mr. Dave Greenblatt from Control Concepts. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Glad to be here. How do people get a hold of you or Control Concepts? Uh, you can reach me easily on social media at Steve Greenblatt. The company is at controlconcepts.net. And please check out uh, our podcast that I do with Rich Fergosa here on AV Nation called The State of Control. If you want to learn more about the control programming and automation aspects of the industry. 
absolutely really smart folks and i and i get to sit in and listen every once in a while so check them out uh for us for aviation as you mentioned you can go by our website aviation.tv that's aviation.tv find this program and a host of others including steve's uh state of control uh that happens every month but we also have two weekly programs ones that looks at the uh, commercial side of the av industry and one that looks at the residential side so check, check those out as well at aviation.tv it's aviation.tv thanks so much for listening that's all the time we have for the av profession 